0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to make all daily presented by BetMGM. MGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you talking about NBA free agency and Joe, it's been a while since I've seen you first of all, and also this is the first time I've seen you since uh, NBA free agency tipped off. And what's interesting to me, you know, we haven't had a whole lot of activity over the last couple of days, but what's interesting to me is sometimes the betting market can be a true reflection of what folks think when it comes to where some of these superstar players may be headed. There's obviously the news with uh, Damian Lillard uh, wanting a trade specifically to the Miami heat and their odds for winning the championship have shifted drastically. Now they're at nine to one on BetMGM. MGM, But if you look at, say, James Harden, and even though the likeliest destination for him seems to be the L.A. Clippers, uh, the Clippers are at 18-1, to which to me suggests that either he is going to go to the Clippers and it's not going to make any impact whatsoever uh, because it does involve Paul George and Kawhi Leonard being healthy for the Clippers to be in contention, or maybe things are a little bit more wide open with James Harden to where maybe the Clippers are won't be his final destination how do you see this playing out joe
1: yeah we're talking about a movement from 14 to 1 to about 9 to 1 and now the heat in the top five as far as the title odds and dame lillard that's the lead because that that is more important right now than anything we, we can go over some of the signings winners losers good moves bad moves all that stuff but as usual with the nba it's about the superstar And Dame Lillard is still there, so where's he going? Conventional wisdom says he's going to the Heat, and if you're looking at elsewhere in the Eastern Conference, where would you go? I, as far as a trade and what would work out for Dame, shouldn't the Sixers be in that conversation? And they're sitting at 17 to one. I believe that they're the eighth favorite, right around the same number. As the Clippers. So, I mean, we've seen this so many times where, oh, there's one obvious team that's being talked about, talked about, talked about, and it just never happens as far as the NBA. A lot of times the teams that we're talking about, uh, when you turn on ESPN, talking heads are screaming about where this superstar is going to go. That never works out. Now, sometimes it does, but I would say a lot of times it doesn't. There's that surprise team that comes in. So that's where I would take a look. If you're trying to, project where dame is going to go and you think that he's a missing piece uh that that's what i would take a look at but yeah the heat it, it does seem very obvious and it would make a lot of like you can envision dame wearing a heat jersey right and just kind of fitting in with everything they do down in uh, south beach right aaron
2: 100 percent, and i think that's where he wants to go so it seems like that's yeah. where he will end up But I tried to play this game in the NFL with Lamar, and I was hoping he was going to go to Atlanta. And so I put a future on them. So I'll probably be out of the guessing game and placing bets on this (laughs) one. But right now I'm seeing like Heat 10 to 1. If Dame goes there, that might be the best number you're going to get. So if you really like the Heat, Mm -hmm. I would just go ahead and bet him. Because even without Dame, like the Heat are just never out of the conversation in terms of winning at all. But uh, I'm probably just going to pass on this one. But, yeah, it it seems like the Damian Lillard domino to fall is that piece that we're waiting on. Um, So very interesting here to see what happens with him. I'm happy for him. It hasn't worked out in Portland. It's time for a a change of scenery for Dame.
0: And Portland needs to be in rebuilding mode, right? You know they yeah. got Scoot in the draft, and I, to me, he's an exciting basketball player. I, I'm really excited to see what Portland does with him, but they should be in rebuilding mode at this point. And for for Dame, yes, he had you know one run where Portland got to the Western Conference Finals, and it was exciting to watch him make a deep playoff run like just as a casual NBA fan it was exciting to see him in different playoff matchups continue to play at a really high level and to me I'm not gonna call it an injustice but it is something that I think we as NBA fans would love to see how Damian Lillard is able to be an effective scorer despite all these random defenses thrown at him And to me, Miami is a great fit for him other than just, oh, wow, they're in playoff or championship contention, and so Dane would be great for that. But also, too, he's in a really good position to be an effective scorer no matter what the playoff matchup might be. And that is the exciting part of all of it to me, Joe.
1: Well, and also let's take a look at what the Heat were missing, right? It was so impressive at times, they had the out, outside shooting, and they shot so much better in the playoffs than they did last regular season. That's why they were more successful in the playoffs than they were in the regular season, along with injuries. And early on in the playoffs, it was Jimmy Butler carrying them. Well, then you, now you don't need that. If you end up landing Lillard, where it's, okay, later in the playoffs, is the, old Jimmy, is the Jimmy Butler we saw pre-injury, the Jimmy Butler that we saw a few weeks ago, is he going to show up? That's what we we're doing uh, game to game. With the Miami Heat. Now, if you have Dame as an option, he's your leading scorer. You don't need as much from Butler. And guess what? He's going to have more opportunities. And, and, I mean, that would be a big difference. A lot of these role players, though, keep in mind that we did talk about, they're going elsewhere. So how much of a loss would that be? The the Heat are kind of putting themselves in the position where they've got to land Dame if they're going to improve upon last season.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, I've kind of, I don't really have much else to say on Dame, but I am interested. If you guys thought this was interesting, Anthony Edwards, I think him signing that extension is a big deal. And the Timberwolves, you can find some really good value on them. 42 to one to win the West. They, I think they could be a team that could surprise us this year. And I like that extension. And I think Anthony Edwards is a great player to build around. Did you guys have any thoughts on that one?
0: They're not winning the title. Only that Minnesota underwhelmed me last year. I thought this was a team, uh, given the, the big trade that they made for Rudy Gobert, that I thought they were probably a second round, maybe top four, top five seed in the West. And that didn't quite pan out. But not to say that with an added year that they can't gel a little bit better. That's certainly exactly. A Rudy
2: was disappointing for sure. Yes. like it was like, where did that guy go? He was one of my favorites mm-hmm. to bet on the year before that, and then once he arrived in Minnesota, he was just like he wasn't even there. Like I don't even know what happened. But like you said, it it would be that they another year under their belt together. Um, they've got Cat. That maybe things you know do work out a little bit better, and that's a team you could find some value on.
1: They traded four ones. And and I know ones in the NBA are not as valuable, especially if you're expected to be in the conversation with the playoffs, but they, they traded four ones and a bunch of players that that was viewed as a failure. Just one year in now, th- there's a long-term deal signed and <laughs> we'll see what ends up happening down the road, but I'm with you Ed. like, I've been burned by this. I'm I con- feel like I'm mm. constantly waiting for them to take that next step. And I'm disappointed again and again, and I just don't want to go back to that. Well, and, yeah, a number like that with some high-end talent sounds really appealing, but they're also not winning the West as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I just don't... And they're going to get past the Suns. They're going to get past the Nuggets that was able to bring their core back even though they lost a couple of role players. Uh, the Lakers, we'll talk about them in a moment. You know, they were so good in the second half of the season and they brought a lot of those role players that were stepping up back. Like, I just don't think they're going to be part of that top four conversation in the West. Yeah, I do think the West is a lot
2: more wide open and the Kings too. I mean, the Kings another year Mm -hmm. under their belt. I mean, they made a lot of noise and surprised people last year too. So it is an interesting conversation, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's probably why you're getting 42 to (laughs) one.
0: Right. I I will say though, I I do like the idea though, Aaron, like when, when totals come out and we get closer Mm -hmm. to, to tip off of the season That may be a good overplay, depending upon what the number is, just because, Mm -hmm. I mean, we know how this works, right? Like, the expectations get lowered, we look at the state of the Western Conference, and we go, oh, no, there's no way they're going to be competing with the mid-tier likes of, if we call the Warriors a mid-tier, Lakers, I wouldn't do that, but... You know, what will we say is sort of that, that sort of second echelon? The Mavericks, Will we put them there, you know, a, a full mm-hmm. year with uh, Luka and Kyrie? Maybe they're part of that. But why can't Minnesota be a part of sort of that second tier? And if that's the case, then maybe they're getting to, say, 49-50 wins, beating up on Eastern Conference foes. And if that's the case, then an over may be a safe play. See, I, th- I think
1: that's yeah. the interesting conversation with a lot of these teams in the West. Okay, the Lakers were the seven. But we saw what they did in the second half. What's the win total? The Mavs were very disappointing, running it back. What's the win total? A lot of people in on the Thunder. How much does that win total (laughs) jump after they just missed the 500 mark last year? Uh, Portland, if if Dame's not there, where is it? Memphis. Yeah, we kind we talked about all these top teams in the West, and then we just (laughs) skip over Memphis because of Jaw. They were the two. Let's not forget. They were the two, and the Jaw suspension was not as long as we all thought it was going to be. We, we thought the hammer was going to be brought down by... And it wasn't. It wasn't. Josh and they played well like,
2: without him last year. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Summer League is going on. And as I sort of get caught up as far as uh, you know key players and how the young stars are looking and how that can mesh with, say, some veteran-led uh, basketball teams...
2: got your happy price price line well one brandon miller looked terrible um you know all this you know speculation who's going to go number 2 so obviously all eyes are going to be on brandon miller and scoot and we're going to be comparing those two guys but miller had what six fouls He uh, only one shot made in three quarters, a bunch of turnovers. He finished with 18 points and seven fouls. So I don't know. It's just summer league. So whatever, right? I mean, Portland won it last year. We'll see what happens. And then... Um, Chet Holmgren also he knocked the rust off it appears but rocky start for him he was shooting air balls he had a turnover off his foot but then in the second quarter it sounds like you know he got the rust off he ended with 15 points nine boards four blocks and uh, the Thunder uh, just blew out the Jazz 95-85 so you know little summer league update for you.
0: And that was your summer league update. <laughs> oh, Oklahoma City is such an interesting case study to me, Joe. Uh, and, you know, you can sometimes get more excited for, say, a nine seed or a 10 seed if they're on an uptick versus, say, you know, you're five, six, or seven, something like that. And mm-hmm. that's kind of how we feel with them. Uh, you know, they they played some wonderful defense. They've got SGA. They've They've got some – you know, fantastic young talent, but at the same time, you know, it's like what you're talking about. Where do you put them in your Western Conference echelons? Because you sort of diagnose each individual basketball team and you go, okay, like, I don't, like, I want to believe in OKC. Like, I know they're going to take another step forward in all likelihood, but to take a step forward, you got to go through some really talented competition.
1: And, and we also think the Lakers are going to be better. Than last year. So who's sliding back? Is it? Are we sure Memphis is going to slide back? I'm not. Um, there are a lot of really smart organizations in the Western Conference, too, that you do trust. And that is one of the reasons that people make the argument for the Thunder. And, and the, the other one is the Kings. We're human. Mm-hmm. Oh, it happened this year with a team that nobody was talking about. A team that was somewhat competitive waiting for that next step. And they took it. And they took that next step, and they they were unbelievable. When they win that division. Nobody saw that coming. They end up being a three. So who's the 2024 Kings? Well, it doesn't mean – because there was a Kings last year, it doesn't mean there's going to be a Kings this year. But uh, right. it's going to be fascinating. And there's going to be probably a, a good team or two that ends up out of those top six spots where they're dealing with the play-in again like we saw this past season.
2: Yeah. I think uh, this is a market where I'm probably gonna wait a while. Sometimes I think you can get you can figure out who's who right around Christmas or shortly thereafter and still get pretty good numbers.
1: What do we think about the Warriors? Lakers Draymond. What do we back. think about
0: the Warriors?
1: Yeah, like are they are they with the team Chris that, Paul that we're gonna circle as falling back?
0: Maybe. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, they are aging and yeah. Yeah. The Chris Paul thing, like I'm curious how he gets used because to me, like he would be phenomenal off the bench in a variety of different areas, but if he's getting like Mm -hmm. significant playing time and they're sort of relying on him as far as running the offense and it's not just, okay, dish it to the open shooter. If, if he has a more impactful role, that's where I have some real concerns. And so Golden State may be where I'm circling as far as like regression candidates. But, you know, how can you go against what that franchise has done over the last several years?
1: Um, good point. And regression candidate, but they were only six games above 500 and the argument that I would mm-hmm. throw at you that they're not going to fall back is do you really think this group is going 11 and 30 on the road again?
0: <laughs>
1: Gosh, I hope not. <laughs>
0: Good, good point. This is Backyard Daily, presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the bo-, bo off the board, and Michael Rubin gives us some ideas for Joe's pool party. That's right here on the Backyard Network.